0: What's up, everyone? So first off, I want to thank one of my longtime listeners, Darren. He gave me the suggestion of, in February, addressing some topics which don't really get a lot of light on podcasts or on blogs or any seminars about the less savory topics, let's say of real estate. So we're going to make February not-so-sexy February, and we're going to talk about topics that, again, don't really get a lot of attention, but yet They're either really important or they're ones that if you come across, it can be really frightening or scary or just a really unsure time if you come across them. So I think February is going to be a pretty cool month for us this this time around. And we're going to get started with an episode on a not-so-sexy topic of what the heck do you do when you got cockroaches in your multifamily? I've been down this road before, unfortunately, more times than I like to admit, so believe me, I can guide you through this and give you some real tips on how to handle this. Building a real estate portfolio is as much about buying properties as being a de facto entrepreneur. I'm Karina Eufinger. I'm a multi-property investor, rental management company CEO, and also a landlord coach. I'm gonna show you the systems and knowledge you need to thrive as a real estate entrepreneur. From your first property purchase to building a portfolio of passive income where you work less than five hours a week, you'll learn the essential information and skills to build a profitable portfolio and live the life you truly want. Whether you're well on your journey or just starting out, you're in the right place. Welcome to the Landlord Chick Podcast. I think cockroaches is the best topic to start out not-so-sexy February with because it's definitely one of the things that I hardly ever see talked about anywhere. There's no pro out there saying like, hey, this is what you do if you get cockroaches. And there's no one telling you what it's like to have cockroaches because I feel like they're embarrassed about it. But here's the thing. You know what? As a rental investor, I've seen these. As a property manager, I've seen these. And I'm not embarrassed by it because... I know I didn't necessarily create the situation. So, why not talk about it and be open and honest about it so that other people know how to handle it? So, like I said in the intro, I've seen this more times than I care to admit, just from the perspective of, I feel like, gosh darn it, why do I have so much experience in this? It's sort of like, why do I have to be the grim reaper of tenants? In a previous podcast, I said, I think I'm on my fifth death of a tenant. So I'm like, really? Why do I need to have this much experience with this? But anyway, let's start with a general discussion about cockroaches. We all know they're disgusting. We all know they can live through apparently a nuclear blast or something, and they're going to outlive all of us on on this freaking earth. But what do we know about cockroaches in regards to where they like to go? Well, cockroaches like to go to places that they can find food. Now, generally speaking, you're not going to instantaneously have a cockroach infestation if you leave a piece of pizza out on the countertop overnight. It takes a lot more than that. And there's often certain things that will attract cockroaches quicker or to a higher degree than some other things. For instance, that piece of pizza on the counter, that same piece of pizza is not likely going to create an infestation if that's the only thing in the unit. But on a different level, if perhaps you have a tenant who leaves uh, a soiled baby diaper around and maybe it's two or three of them, that's something that's going to more quickly grow an infestation in the unit than two pieces of pizza left out on the countertop for the same amount of time. So cockroaches are attracted to more disgusting things. Again, they're disgusting, so why wouldn't they be more attracted to the really, really disgusting things in life? Now, the other thing to understand about cockroaches is that they will always stay wherever they get fed. They're not gonna migrate looking for more food, unless, of course, they run out of food in their original source. So if we're looking at this from a multifamily perspective, cockroaches, they're going to start in one unit, they're going to live in that one unit. And generally speaking, they're not going to instantly start searching the other units for food because when it comes down to it, cockroaches are kind of lazy in a way. They're kind of the sloths of bugs because if they have food where they are, shit, why are they going to go out looking for it when they can just snack on this pizza pizza over here and then Snack on the grease that's left on the countertop over here and the chocolate bar that's in the living room. And, you know, they even feed off of, like I said, feces. So whether it be dog feces, cat feces, or human feces, a diaper situation. They really won't start moving to locate more food until either they get really desperate in their source or the population gets so big in that unit that there's not enough food to feed them all. That's when they will start to go searching. But it's not like they magically go searching for greener pastures and like they get a craving for a taco and they go search for a taco. They're going to stay where they are unless either they grow too big in population or that tenant cleans up their act and suddenly they have to go somewhere else. In most circumstances, I'll tell you from experience, when they start migrating to the other units, it's not usually because the tenant cleans up their act. It's usually because the population grows to the point that it needs to find additional food throughout the building. Which is kind of disgusting. Now, here are some real true facts about cockroaches that I got from an exterminator. An individual larva egg that is shed by a cockroach and maybe doesn't hatch, that has the ability to feed 25 cockroaches for about five days. And this larva sac is not that big, by the way but this whole idea is disgusting. Then if you have one dead carcass, that one dead carcass of a cockroach can actually feed up to 15 cockroaches for a week. So as cockroaches die off and their bodies are laying there in the unit and they aren't cleaned up, the new cockroaches and the ones that still exist, they can come over and feast off of that carcass and the sort of cannibalism situation for cockroaches and survive that way these are really really disgusting facts and believe me i wish i didn't know these things because it's just disturbing but this is the reality of cockroach infestations and why they can kind of be hard to get under control because they will migrate once their food source runs out or the population gets too big for its source apartment they can feed off of carcasses and cannibalism, and they can feed off of larva sacs as well that have died and shed. So for this reason, it's really important that when you have a cockroach infestation of any amount, that you hire an exterminator. This is one of the few few sort of insect situations that I do not recommend you don't address yourself, that from the get-go, you hire a professional. Because if you're going in there and maybe you're giving the tenant a bottle of, you know, raid spray or something, you're killing those ones that are live, but you're maybe not killing them that are behind the cabinets. You're not setting baits for them. You're not setting traps for them. You're really just spraying what you see. And it's hard to get a problem like cockroaches under control when you're just spraying what you see. So I fully recommend that you hire an exterminator when you have cockroaches in a building. Now with multifamilies, as we said, they will eventually migrate. When they start to migrate, even if a tenant is really, really clean, so let's say you have a triplex and let's say unit A is like ground zero, that's where the infestation started. Once the population's grown to be too big or For whatever reason unit a maybe cleans up their act their mother-in-law comes to visit and they clean up everything it's magical for like four days those cockroaches they're gonna go to another unit let's say unit b now unit b is a very clean tenant but of course cockroaches will take any food that they can get so perhaps there's a ring of a coca-cola stain on a dvd case on a countertop Or maybe there is that slice of pizza that's in the living room from last night's movie night. They'll start to feast on that in that other unit, and then they'll basically start to make their home in that unit and find just even small crumbs of food in order to survive. So then suddenly you begin to have an infestation in the second unit. Now, normally that's if they're lived in, meaning that if you have a vacancy and it's fully clean top to bottom, you might see traction or just, you know, little evidences of them maybe having searched for food, but they ruin a desert so they starve to death. But generally speaking, if it's a vacancy, they're not really gonna be able to survive in there if you have it fully cleaned. But if it's occupied, these guys are conniving little, little buggers and they're gonna find that little shrivelet of food anyway. So that's another reason why it's so important, in a multifamily especially, that you use an exterminator to address this situation. Now, the other reason it's really important to use an exterminator is because you could have an infestation maybe previously. Maybe it was a property you purchased and you don't know it, but at some point there was a previous infestation. And the cockroaches haven't been extremely active but then something changes, maybe tenants change in one of the units, and then suddenly they've got a lot more food in this unit than they've previously had, and it becomes very visible that you have a cockroach situation. In those instances, that's another reason why it's really important to use an exterminator, because otherwise you could have a situation where a brand new tenant will suddenly have cockroaches in their place. Maybe they're really clean. Again, they're generally clean, but that one piece of pizza Any unit that already has at least cockroaches living in it or a building with cockroaches living in it, they're going to find that, they're going to hone it out, and they're going to start eating that. Now, there can be a point where an infestation can get to the extreme where the best course of action is to fumigate the house and have it completely clean from top to bottom that absolutely can happen and this gets more common when you have i guess what i would call breakthrough or resurgence of infestations so if you've priorly had one maybe it wasn't professionally treated so maybe it wasn't fully extinguished and it comes back again when it comes back it's likely to be slightly stronger than it was the first time and you can see how kind of easily in that situation you might get to the point where you have a very big infestation. Another way you can get a big infestation is obviously just the passage of time. If you have tenants who maybe had a really good clean unit when you inspected it, let's say six months ago, but then eight months later, I'm sorry, uh, at, at the beginning of the year, but then like eight months later, you go in there and it's dirty. During that eight months, again, depending on the prevalence of food and like how long they've had these food sources in the unit you could easily have a situation within six to eight months where you need a fumigator. Now fumigating a place it really is sort of the worst case scenario but it's also the best approach when your infestation gets to a certain point. I want to go back into one of my examples. So about about two years ago I had one of my own duplexes where the upper tenant was a good tenant, but then stuff happened in their life where basically they went through a very strong phase of depression. I did an inspection in their unit probably shortly before their depression phase started. And then I returned about eight eight or 10 months later. The unit was... Nowhere near what it was like before. It was the worst I'd ever seen it. This person had been renting for me at that point for two years already. They were always a really good, really clean tenant. But then this bout of depression happened and I couldn't believe what I walked into. And then when I got upstairs, I'm sorry, when I got downstairs and I was talking to the lower tenant, they informed me that they were pretty sure they had seen cockroaches, but they weren't entirely sure because they'd never seen a cockroach before. And I was like, oh, boy. So I went back to the upstairs tenant, and I talked to them. I said, hey, have you seen any bugs around? And they really didn't want to admit it. And then I started kind of looking around. And then I, I'm, see, I'm not a bug expert, but I'm pretty sure I saw some, like, dead larva sacs. And then as I was walking through the rest of the place again, I was paying slightly more attention in the corners and crevices. That's when I started to notice that there were Carcasses. And with the number of carcasses that I saw there and everything that I knew I was seeing, I'm like, okay, I've got to get an exterminator out there to evaluate it. So the exterminator came out the next day. I walked with him through the upper and the lower unit. And when we got outside. He said, the upper unit is so bad. The whole building is completely infested. And he said, they've been staying in the upper unit because they've had good food sources, but now the population is to the point that even the mess in there cannot sustain the population. So now we need to start migrating for more food. He said the only way to address this is to fumigate the building and honestly probably have it entirely vacant. And I know that's a horrible situation because it involves getting rid of basically two tenants, having them move out everything and start from scratch. Now, in most cases, the lower tenant, depending on, how you kind of interact with them you could enter into a situation where they're likely to come back maybe rerun after it gets fumigated but the best case scenario for a situation where you have a massive infestation like that or you've just got them in the basement in both units and you've got like thousands of cockroaches that are alive and thousands of cockroaches that are dead that haven't been disposed of your best option is going to be a fumigation And after that fumigation, you're going to hire a cleaning crew, and they're going to clean everything top to bottom and clean it up all good, even before you do any repairs or renovations for re-renting the unit. The reason you want to do that is because in the event that one or two cockroaches survive or maybe a sack hatches after the fumigation, in most most cases, like 99% of the time, The sacks will die during a fumigation as well. But on the off chance that they don't, you want to have that unit so clean that they can't find very much food and that the ones that did survive are going to die off fairly quickly. So you want to get it fumigated after it's vacated. You want to get it cleaned top to bottom thoroughly and then do any of the repair renovations that you need to re-rent the units. That's going to be the best case scenario for removing... A massive infestation and I know this sucks I know it's really unfortunate no one wants to get rid of two tenants even if one is at fault and the other one isn't no one really wants to do that but unless of course you want to keep band-aiding the problem and having a situation where the other tenant who's not the offender is seeing cockroaches which by the way they're likely not going to stick around very long They're likely gonna think, you know what? I don't wanna live with cockroaches. I'm gonna move on anyway. So it's really in your best interest in any multifamily situation when the infestation gets to a certain point. It is really in your best, best case scenario, at least with small multifamily, so duplexes, triplexes, that you have the building vacated, you fumigate it, you clean everything top to bottom and just basically start from scratch. You can always have incentives for getting back the tenants that were not the offenders, that were your really good tenants, to entice them to move back into the unit after it's fumigated and cleaned so that then they don't have to necessarily find a new place and you don't necessarily have to find a new place or a new tenant to rent to because we all know that's not exactly the funnest thing to do. But it is so crucial that with cockroach infestations, you get it evaluated by a professional that you, whether or not it ends up being a fumigation situation or not, I highly, highly recommend that you remove the offender tenant under any circumstance. Doesn't matter if it's small or large, I highly recommend you remove the offending tenant because chances are this isn't going to be just a one-time occurrence with them. It's one of those things also that I don't know if you want to run the risk of it just being a one-time occurrence. It's kind of like rolling the dice because... If it happens a second time, the infestation is going to come back stronger than it was before. Or you're going to possibly lose a tenant that before would have been sort of forgiving or understandable about the situation. But now the second time around, they're not so much. The other thing that some landlords like to do is to prevent spreading the word about cockroaches. They sometimes don't treat other units. This is my suggestion with that. Once you have a situation where they're likely to have started migrating to other units, if you don't want to be completely forthcoming, there are some ways to kind of ease around this depending on the structure of the building or some of its interior things. You could say that you're treating for carpenter ants. Um, You could say that you're doing preventative bug treatment. Uh, There's some other things that you can say just so that you're not raising alarm that ew it is cockroaches because if they haven't seen them yet if you say you're gonna come in and treat for cockroaches they're gonna be like whoa wait what there's cockroaches here that's disgusting I want to move so if your infestation isn't too bad and you just want to be precautious and treat the other units you can say you're treating for a specific other type of bug one that's not necessarily considered a disgusting nuisance but is just a general nuisance or you can just label it as a preventative treatment program with various baits and traps that's the way i've worded it times to uh, other tenants in a building when we've been done when we've been doing baiting and trapping in other units when the infestation hasn't been that big but it's been Obviously, to the point that it warrants going to the other units, but it's not to the point of fumigation. So I hope this took away some of your fears, concerns, or just questions about what the heck do you do with a cockroach infestation? I think it's a great way to start out our not-so-sexy February topics. And uh, (laughs) it's going to be kind of hard to, uh, I think, top this one because this is certainly one of the things that I have never seen talked about. I think on any blog, podcast, YouTube video, it's just not something investors like to admit that they have, but you know what? It's a reality of investing. It's one of those things that I kind of feel like if you don't actually have cockroaches in a unit by the end of your 30-some career in investing, you gotta consider yourself really, really lucky, and you probably should have been buying lottery tickets along the way. But I don't condone buying lottery tickets, so don't go out and do that, by the way. Anyway, I hope you guys have a great rest of the week, and I will talk to you next time.